Hi, I'm Scott Herbst of Six Flex Training and Consulting, and on today's episode of CultureCast, we are going to talk about building a culture of growth without a lot of time and money, and really look at how you can develop your people when you have a budget, or perhaps more accurately, no budget. And what prompted this is that I just got back from a roundtable discussion, and that was the topic, was training on a budget. And really, I thought that it should have been called training without taking any time. People weren't actually that concerned about money. By far, the primary concern of the executives in the room wasn't what training was going to cost. They all had money for training. Instead, they were more concerned with pulling people away from their work, or more precisely, the resistance they face when they try to pull people from their work. They're all too busy making the money that lets them afford the training. It's not the worst problem for a business to have. So that's where the discussion turned. How do we deliver impactful training in the time available? People had some really good ideas. They involved things like taking time out of a meeting to watch a short TED Talk, giving people short articles to read, and posting bullet bullet-pointed how-to lists in places where people are going to read them, like on the inside door of a toilet stall. I thought that was clever. Those are all great ways to start a conversation, but they can often fall flat when that's where the conversation ends. There's enough research to show that instructing people makes no real difference in their performance. As an intervention goes, it's kind of hit or miss. What makes a real difference in lasting behavior change is when people come to their own conclusions and when they discover things for themselves. You've probably at one point had a loved one who was dealing with some issue, and even though it was very clear to you what they should do, all the advice in the world made no difference. It was like they couldn't even hear you. Then, one day, they show up excited, and they share with you that they had the best idea, that they implemented it, implemented it, and it made a huge difference. Problem solved. And it was what you had been telling them to do all the time. What happened is that finally they actually discovered something for themselves. Unfortunately, we can't make people discover what works any more than we can make a horse drink water. Thankfully, we can create conditions where they're more likely to do so, where they're more likely to, to discover things for themselves. So here are a few tips to use when distributing media that I think will have people really take something away, or at least more likely to take something away, and have your low-budget efforts make a real difference. Okay. First, so when assigning a reading or giving people something to watch, introduce it with a couple discussion prompts. Be ready to share what, for you, was the biggest takeaway, for example. What this will do is orient your team's attention on actually taking something away. Another good prompt is, as you watch this, think about situations where this would apply. This one's good because it'll really draw the learner into looking at where the material fits in his or her life. She'll find places where it wouldn't fit, but along the way, we'll find a lot of places where it does. Second, ask why questions about the main points. In the things I write, I usually spell out why you would want to use a particular technique. See the previous point. And they are pretty good reasons in that I'm basing them on research and 
research in human performance, um, but ultimately my reasons aren't that important. The reasons that are most important are the ones that are meaningful to the learner. They might not be the same ones that you or I would come up with, but if they are valid to the learner, they will make a difference in whether learning is implemented or not. Okay? Third, reinforce and validate the process of exploration. As you open this up for discussion and you start to discuss the material you've handed out, you might hear people say some things that are not quite what you were looking for them to say. So you might ask, why do you think it's important to always have an agenda for a meeting? And one of your charges might say, so you don't look bad. And not looking bad might not always be the best reason to do something. In fact, I've been in situations where I put something on the agenda that I was worried would make me look very bad, but I did it because my attention was more focused on effective action than on the group's opinion of me. In situations like this, the best thing you can do is to repeat what they said, say, okay, and what else? This will let them know that their response was heard and that it was appreciated, and then get them looking for other reasons. Then, when you get the one that's more centered around team performance, ask questions that will elaborate and reinforce those responses. The point is that you never want to cut off the exploration. Even when people aren't seeing what you want them to, you can keep them looking by reinforcing the process of inquiry. And finally, fourth, and I would say this is the most important question to ask, is how would you apply this in your work and life? Imagination is a powerful, powerful thing. We do things all the time in the service of things we haven't and couldn't have possibly experienced. Traveling to the moon started with imagination. One of the key moments in the civil rights movement was articulated as a dream. The products and services your company delivers all started with someone thinking, wouldn't the world be better if? Then, having imagined that, people got in action aligning reality with that vision. When you give people material, have them speculate what it would actually look like to implement it. What obstacles might they encounter? How would they work through those? Imagine the yeah buts, the how bouts, and the what ifs, and how to solve them. Doing so will make it more likely that they take what they're reading into practice. To conclude, the best trainings in the world are those that have people explore, question, and wrestle with the material, and then ultimately discover something for themselves. And you can certainly hire a great trainer to help you with that, and I would love it if you did on behalf of all trainers. But that said, you don't need to wait, or you don't need to spend a lot of money to effectively develop leaders. As a leader, you simply need to behave in a way that promotes inquiry and exploration so that people can develop themselves. That does it for today's episode of CultureCast. Again, I am Scott Herbst of Six Flex Training and Consulting. To check us out, look for CultureCast on iTunes, and by all means, check out our blog at sixflextraining.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>